Love is podcasting. Love is content. And content is hanging out with those you love. Alright, what the fuck's up, what the fuckers? Welcome to Ballin' Out Super! Pow! I'm your host, Mark Marin, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mark Marin. Yeah, who's your guys? (laughs) And Mark Marin. What the fuck's up? (laughs) (laughs) And our guest this week, comedian Pamela Ross. (laughs) Hello. Oh my God. Marks, thank you for having me. Lock the gates. Tell me about your dad. <laughs> Pamela, thank you so much for doing our podcast. You thank saved you the day. Me. No problem. We're delighted you're here in the anime room. Grab a body pillow. <laughs> this is Haruka. He's long and wet. Ooh. Oh my god. And gosh. he's single, ladies. Is he? I know nothing about that. Oh, show. he's a honey trap. He's 14 yeah. years old. I yep, see he's the a goggles. swimmer from an anime about swimming. Uh, I watched the first five minutes of an episode once. Uh, and it's not for me. And that's okay. Has, not everything has to be for me. It doesn't have to be for you. Let people enjoy things. <laughs> Let them enjoy their pillows of wet teen boys. And we've never looked up Haruka's age. We've never seen how old he is while we commodify his body. It's true. He could totally be a college swimmer. We've never looked it up. That would be the best case scenario. He could, be an, he, could, he could be an Olympic swimmer. He could be a full-on adult. Yeah, right. Well, he doesn't have Marfan syndrome, so he could never cut it at that level. But What is that? So uh, if you have Marfan syndrome, Syndrome, like in a Michael Phelps situation, your wingspan is just grossly longer than your body. Uh-huh. So your ar- your freaking fish arms can just carry you across the water <laughs> like a bird's wings. And pretty much unless you have that kind of like physical uh, deformity, you can't cut it. Okay. Or at least not on an Olympic level, not a Michael Phelps level. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I hate to be the one to tell you you'll never be an Olympic swimmer, Jeremy, but that's what the situation is. Oh, man. I thought it was because I'm 31 and can barely swim. <laughs> that's not it. Because you have a, a fighter's heart. There's some joke in here about all the times you've gotten drunk and told people they've had swimmer's bods. <laughs> oh, I wonder what it is. <laughs> I can't get to there. All right. Anyway, Pamela, hi. Hi. Uh, welcome to the show. We like to start the podcast off by talking to our guest about Dragon Ball and anime and what your experience with them are. Uh, were you ever a fan of Dragon Ball? No, I never. I was aware of it growing up, but I mm-hmm. never actually watched it. No. Never once? Never once. Not even once. Tell me about your awareness of it. Because <laughs> I always like, I never remember to ask about it, but like, I like thinking about people's like way of seeing it when they didn't know what it was. Like, you know, do you remember anybody who did watch it, or did you have like some image of it in your head? Um, yes, I definitely had an image of it because I had seen like merchandise, like different products related to the franchise. I guess mm-hmm. I was a Pokemon fan growing up. Okay. I watched the TV show. I saw the first movie in theaters. I collected and traded the cards, and yet had no interest in actually playing the card game. So I now just have. My dad just has binders full of completely valueless Pokemon cards. <laughs> binders, Mitt Romney. binders full of women, Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> Pamela's I beat you dad to is Mitt it. Romney. It's Mitt it. Romney. You can't just say it. You can't just say the trigger words and say that was the joke. You have to say the full thing. Her dad is Mitt Romney. <laughs> I mean, he did vote for Mitt Romney. He did vote for Mitt Romney. Not, binders full you know. of Nidoran with the female side. <laughs> Hey, I don't want to be that SJW guy, but if your dad voted for Mitt Romney, guess what? Your dad's Mitt Romney. <laughs> oh my god. Your dad is legally Mitt Romney now. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I gave you... Alex coffee and I feel like this is a mistake. Now that you are insulting our guest family which you know nothing about. <laughs> no, he he deserves it. <laughs> uh, he is Mitt Romney. You don't know him, but he absolutely deserves it. Um but yeah, so a very vague vague tenuous connection mm-hmm. to Dragon Ball Z. But so you were a fan of Pokémon. Yes. Um and you said you watched the show? Watched the show religiously, loved it. Saw the first film in theaters. Mm-hmm. Loved the soundtrack to the first. There's some oh, it's bops. Really good. There's some bops. What's good. on the Pokemon soundtrack? So 
The one I remember is when all of the Pokemon have to fight the Pokemon clones. Yes. At the end of the movie, mm-hmm. there is a slow jam that comes on. <laughs> that's the tearjerker because how did it get to this? And the lines are something along the lines of like, brother, my brother. Yeah, and, and, and it's just like, ma champs slapping each other. <laughs> yeah, and Pikachu starts crying because he's like, why must man fight man? Don't we bleed the same pocket monster blood? What's this war all about? I don't, are we really stopping communism with this Pokemon war? Well, so there is a, there is a military in the Pokemon universe, right? Uh, Lieutenant Surge is is yeah. a character. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that they used Pokemon in military applications? Like in a Full Metal Alchemist type thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a Full Metal Alchemist or like, um, I mean, what I was picturing was that scene from uh, 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 the the Vietnam one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the one? The Vietnam anime? <laughs> the Vietnam <laughs> A Vietnam film? Vietnam yeah, is one yeah, of my yeah. favorite Full animes. Metal Jacket? The other one. Uh, Platoon? No. Uh, Apocalypse what? Now? I, you're thinking what? of Platoon. Yeah, Apocalypse Now, yes. Uh, so, like, the in the anime adaptation <laughs> of Apocalypse Now, <laughs> where they are uh, they are descending on a Vietnamese village on the backs of Charizards. <laughs> well, what about, wasn't there uh, the military tried to make... Uh, a bomb at some point that was filled with bats. It was made full of a bats. Bat bomb. Yeah. <laughs> what so was like, the... it was like they would infect the bats with stuff, or they would have spy equipment, and the bomb would get shoot, and then all the bats would fly down and do their business. Or like bio, like right. Yeah. So bio like, warfare. You could put like zoo bats in that. Yeah. <laughs> I shared this on my other podcast, but when they were testing napalm and they didn't have the dispersal worked out yet, they just put it on bats and dropped bats out of a plane. What? And the American military spent millions of dollars on trying to get bats to fly into wooden houses. <laughs> and they set up this whole area of the Midwest to look like Japan. <laughs> Bats would care like flaming bats being shot out of a plane would carry napalm into these houses, but they flew up too high, so the bats would just go unconscious from the altitude change and then just fall on fire to their deaths. <laughs> and this was public money. <laughs> That's so funny because you know that that started in the brain of like some rural American guy who's just like you know like when you get bats in the house you can't get them out you can't get them out you can't get them out so what if we set them on fucking fire (laughs) (laughs) we'll send the Japanese all the bats in the world and there won't be enough brooms to get them out (laughs) anyway so Pokemon (laughs) Uh, who were your guys oh my gosh well I thought that I mean uh, you know in retrospect Misty made me realize I was bisexual. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love this kind of story. Yeah. yeah. This is my favorite anime making people gay. <laughs> yeah, a little horny gay child. I didn't... Because, I mean, even in the show, like, they, they obviously sexualized her. Was it know? her yeah. hair? Her hair was fun. She's got a... Well, she's... Her midriff was always expensive. Yeah, and she's walking around in that sus- Cheech Marin outfit. I was about to say, she's wearing <laughs> suspenders, which is, is signaling to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for she's, sure. I felt cruised by Misty. Um, <laughs> she, but then I also thought Ash was so cute. Mm. Yeah. But I... When but he turns my the hat backwards? Interest, my interest in Pokemon was so... <laughs> Superficial. I wish this was a visual. Like medium. I never got deep into anime. I never got that deep into the Pokemon right. fandom. Uh-huh. I was just like, this is fun. Do you think you were maybe pushed away by your attraction? <laughs> that you felt so strong um, that you had to leave. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I didn't want to um, like engage with it too much. Close the door before yeah. you find. <laughs> The body pillows inside. <laughs> Just update on the body pillow, by the way, because I did look it up. Haruka Nanase, the swimming wet boy, is uh, at different parts of this anime. 12, 17, and then an acceptable 19. So which one's on this pillow? Good question. Don't know. Which one's on the pillow? Makes you wonder. It also has his weight. Does it have his blood Wait, wait, type? wait, wait. How is his weight? Oh, say, is it says that his weight... From the first one to the third one is double. So when he's 12 to 19, when he's 12, he's 63 kilograms. When he's 19, he's 140 kilograms. Yeah, because he started, you know, fucking. Isn't 140 kilograms like 250 pounds? He lifts. He's swimming. Are swimmers <laughs> 250 pounds? I don't. If they're muscle. Is this fucking Batman? I have no way. 
who in this room is going to answer that question? I need answers. <laughs> Look up Michael Phelps's weight. All right. I hate this. <laughs> Start hosting the show. Okay, so so uh, yeah, so we're we're watching Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Misty's making us gay. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from there? You don't get into any other anime. No, no other anime. Never other I anime. I was totally in, like insulated from that genre of television. Although I was watch, you know, watching animated TV mm-hmm. up in a lot of it until I was maybe like 12, 13 and I got very into music television. Okay. Which you can imagine only made me hornier. But <laughs> yeah, I never got that deep into it. I was like, oh, this is a fun, this is a fun cartoon. Yeah. Did you ever get into any fandoms? Yeah, like, were you, like, a type of nerd? That's a good question. Um, no, no, I was well, I was reading a lot. Uh-huh. I was a f- big fan of different... I loved the American Girl doll books growing up. I did f- eventually get an American Girl doll. I got Molly, which is the one that everyone's like, if you got Molly, you're gay now. Oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about Molly. I also had Molly. Did you have Molly? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Molly was... She had the best stuff, was the thing. Yeah, oh, She was from the 30s, and she had glasses Mm -hmm. and kitschy outfits, and I think, yeah, I guess that is coded, but, like... Uh. (laughs) And she was really good at tap dancing. Yeah. She, because she was from, like, World War II era. Yeah. They were trying to teach you about World War II era Right, where everybody had to tap for their dinner. Yeah, everyone's tapping, everyone's... (laughs) Uh, rational aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep the lights on through dance. <laughs> they're doing, you know, they're planning victory gardens. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're, you know, rationing aluminum foil. All I learned is that not growing up in World War II is good. It's so <laughs> good. It's bitching. Oh Do you not God. love that? I think about it all the time. <laughs> that was kind of like the overarching theme of those things is they were supposed to be historical education tools, but really it's just like the buy crap and like each store you're like, well, that sucked. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it, but it did. It was like, yeah, like yeah, like horse historical fiction, yeah. basically. Um, so I got into that. I was very into um, the Rugrats. I remember going to see like the Rugrats movie. The Rugrats oh, yeah. is a great anime. <laughs> but when they're American, all grown up, you I love wasn't. It. I guess I was watching cartoons, but not specifically anime. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what other cartoons did you like? Well, I was watching a lot of the Nickelodeon stuff, so I loved watching like Rocco's Modern Life. Back mm-hmm. then, you had to pick a channel. And they made you. Yes, <laughs> you had to pick your allegiances. You, Are you had Nickelodeon. Definitely more of a Nickelodeon. Nick Are you Knight Disney? Person. Have you been molested? <laughs> <laughs> That's what that would mean. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't. I guess broken enough. <laughs> my, my childhood wasn't traumatic enough for me to be really into Disney. You can't just pretend you're two twins on a yacht. No, no. I never. Sweet life of Zach and Cody. Sweet life. I, of I Zach don't know Cody. anything about the Disney Channel. Like, there's a lot of people our age who grew up with the Disney Channel and have all of these references to things I don't even close to understand. I yes. like. I think it also is just there's this not a huge age gap between me and you and Alex, but I think there's this I'm one. I'm 16 beat. years old. <laughs> <laughs> there's this one chunk. There's this little chunk of time that you and I just like missed. Yeah, yeah. totally. You know the uh, raven years at which you like stop liking cartoons. Like or have kids, to uh, kid, quote unquote kids. Yeah, kid stuff. shit. You you stop liking yeah. kid shit and you're a fucking adult now. You're too, your yeah. friends are all no. dying of heroin and you're 14 <laughs> years old. Yeah, it's dog. Long Island. <laughs> But we get like, it. You have to cast aside your your child stuff, and like you hang on to some of it, like anime, because there's blood and whatever, yeah. and so you're like, that's like adult stuff. <laughs> well, also, I was just like living my like Dan Klaus like alt girl fantasy. Oh, nice. Mm. Okay, Ghost Worlds. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, I'm like, I like comics and cartoons, but like it's subversive. Also, my friends are fucking dying, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Joel is running my friends over, Mom! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen to Patreon this yeah. week to get that joke. Extensive Billy Joel conversation on the Patreon this week. But <laughs> to put a pin in this conversation, after some research, Michael Phelps, 198 pounds, Haruka Nanase at age 19, according to this Wikipedia entry, 306 pounds. <laughs> Do the research. 
<laughs> Open your eyes. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> He's wet. He's big. Michael Phelps, six four. How big is this guy? <laughs> Alex, are you going to run our corrections department from now on? <laughs> he is long and wet, and apparently extremely dense. <laughs> You know what? He's a star. <laughs> 200 of those pounds is water. <laughs> I am thrilled to discuss Dragon Ball this week. <laughs> All right. This is maybe the only week I've been so excited. To get well, then, <laughs> let's get into the episode. What the fuck's up? What the fuckers? What the fuck heads? What, what the fuck bots? It's me, legally Mark Marin, and I'm here to tell you. You're going to want to buy some Ballin' Out Super merch, brother. Hey, I stopped in because it's my favorite podcast. I fucking can't believe it. I'm so old and crotchety. How am I keeping up with these young kids? Anyway, click the link description below to go to the store and see all their fun designs or fucking I don't know what it is. And uh, I'm going to lean on a stool and make hands. All right, I'll see you out there. Legally, I am Mark Marin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The title of this episode is An Extra Dimensional Ultimate Battle Hit versus Jared. I, will, I had to let you finish because I knew it was still going. Because <laughs> it's so long. They're always so long. And folks, let me tell you, it's extra. <laughs> I might need a little... I'm 16 also. <laughs> We're all 16 except Katie. I'm She's the old one. <laughs> These are my sons. You guys got me. We're out here chewing dip. We got illegally with our friend Pamela. <laughs> dip, dip. Oh what my is god. This? I'm young. I think it's cool. I'm acting out. You into minor league baseball? Hey, I posted some a minor league baseball clip on my Instagram today, and you will be unsurprised what a siren song that is for the sad straight men that we know. Uh, <laughs> I had like five of our friends, and some you guys don't even know, just be like, this rules. But the context was it's this baseball player uh, throwing a shit fit after he get ejected, and I was just like, this is me not wanting to talk to men about abortion this week. And all these uh, men were like, baseball's cool. <laughs> hey, Katie, this is your ex of five years, child. Driving in just to say I love the crack of the bat. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, my life's a horror show. Okay, we open up. If you guys remember last week, we're like, Frieza, he's going to beam our Goku. Frieza's Uh, standing over Goku, a finger in his face to silence him like Bernie Sanders did to Hillary Clinton. (laughs) So I've been, I, you know, my secret wish for this arc is that... Goku does get put down. Yeah. It's like too- a rat. You, Pamela had a reaction to that. <laughs> so, oh, when he said Goku, I was like, oh, that's the main guy. That's the only thing I knew about Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Yeah. Yes. Is that Goku, because he's kind of the face of Our the hero. series. He's the, right? He's a figurehead. Yeah. <laughs> Goku is the only thing that I know about this. He's the front man. Yeah. yeah. And to have him have us want him to put him down shows the abusive relationship that Dragon Ball Super has become. Yeah. Because he arranged this terrible tournament we were telling you about. Oh, this that was tournament him. of power that's yeah. lost so many lives. Does he assume he's gonna win, like ultimately win this tournament? So all you need to know about Goku is he is horny for combat. Okay. And he does not think before he puts his 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 power dick into the yeah uh, into the into the, the hole the of power of vagina yes <laughs> yes. I was waiting for someone to help me and you did not help me great Goku likes fighting so much that he will say genocide the entire universe in order to do it that's the situation. the situation nice, yeah. nice. okay um so. Frieza's gonna, you know, we gotta tease, but as per usual, it's just a lie. And he's like, I've given you a pittance of my power, Goku. Go do something with it. Don't spend it all in one place. Yeah, don't spend it all in one place, Goku. Wait, I did did have a question with this. Yes. And this is a lore question. Yes. Can you not tell when someone's charging up a beam if it's a helping beam or a bad beam? Because Goku looked afraid. Yeah, I think that... um I think he did it on purpose. Like, I think Frieza specifically, like, tried to make it look like it was a bad one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. He's he like, did. I'm, I'm going to have a little fun with this. Well, this whole thing is, like, he's fresh out of hell. He's, like, basically on Fleet Week right yeah. now. Yeah, he's <laughs> on Fleet Week. Like, 
That's a good reference. Okay. He's just out here being like, oh, I'm just getting my rocks off. Don't mind me out here dressed like Donald Duck. <laughs> and he says, I, I need you to be my little work monkey. Yeah, he says that. And that made us laugh. Yeah, this all Frieza, really lines up to the Fleet Week thing. <laughs> Frieza really, he, he cheers up a bad situation. That's why we love having him around. And his feet sound like a spaceship docking when he walks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's never explained. It's just always, cuckoosh, cuckoosh, cuckoosh. Yeah, my theory is that they're full of liquid. <laughs> it's just like really squishy, liquidy feet. I think he's got suction. Oh. It's got to be suction. Oh, on the bottom. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. he's got those three giant toes. Yeah. Well, yeah, like a, he's like a little lizard man, so he's got the little suction cup. Because he's sticky. Yeah. He's got like a <laughs> sticky membrane over yeah. his Then you gotta wash the glass on your Frieza cage. Just <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. Just leaving snail trails everywhere. <laughs> it's such a good addition of Frieza lore is that you can't see, but he's real sticky. <laughs> you don't want to touch him. <laughs> if you find out your friend is keeping a Frieza, you'd be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just like, listen, people keep just abandoning freezes at my job. <laughs> Someone's got to take them home, all right? And that's why I got a whole wall full of fucking freezes right now. <laughs> it's an endangered, extremely racist animal. <laughs> it keeps calling other animals monkeys. <laughs> listen, it bites, but I love it, okay? Uh, uh, yes, but this was very good. Now Goku is back in the action. Our old friend Goku, he's back in the action. Yeah. Also, Frieza does that annoying Dragon Ball thing where he's like, also, you did a thing called Automatic Ultra Instinct. Pretty neat, huh, Goku? Write it down. Buy the toys. Buy the toys. <laughs> Autonomous Ultra Instinct. Buy the toys. Buy the shirt. Buy the shirt. It's on oh, the it's shirt. Oh, it's a merch plug. It's a merch plug. Hell yeah. yeah. They For do sure. them constantly. Never an explanation as to what it is. Uh, when Goku goes Super Saiyan the first time, that's when he turns blonde. I'm sure you've seen that. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, a background of he's a legend. He's fulfilling a prophecy to be blonde. He's the blonde man now. <laughs> but this one, they did, it just happened, and they went, Autonomous Ultra Instinct. It's Autonomous Ultra yeah. Instinct. Have you seen it? It's Autonomous Ultra Instinct. At least they're giving him new names now. It's Ultra Because there was a while on the show where every time they reached a new form, they were just like, Super Saiyan 2. Super Saiyan 2, Super Saiyan Blue. Uh, <laughs> Super Saiyan 3, Red. <laughs> Just kidding, only Red once. No one liked Red. Red Never again badly. until the Broly movie. <laughs> uh, now we're getting into it. It's the boys. Big Purple Jared. Oh, I'm sorry. Big Purple Hit has fist bump Jared. Yep. Our big red fish boy. <laughs> yep, that's right. And the Xenos knew that we'd have a guest today. So they go, I like him. His name is Hit. <laughs> and the other one goes, I like him. His name is Jared. <laughs> we were having a conversation off mic about how much of this show, this one, NGT, just sounds like a child making up a complicated story <laughs> and trying to explain it to you really fast. <laughs> That's Jared. It's Hannah is fighting Jared. And he gets time skips. When he, he goes really fast when he stops time. You think he's behind you, but then he's in front of you, and that's when the other guy says he's doing time skips. And then you're like, but wait, like I see him, he's still there. No, but see, because when he does the time skips, he leaves <laughs> a picture of himself, so you think he's still there. Hey, where's your dad? <laughs> I... I, I I, I don't know. Why are you hanging out at this Burger King by yourself? Did someone forget to pick you up? Or what's happening? I just wanted to join the BK Kids Club. <laughs> I like the one who has the, the visor. <laughs> oh, wheels. No, not wheels. I like the one who can walk. That's my character. Guy who gets the BK Kids Club but kids wrong. <laughs> wow. So timely. So good. In my UCB 101 class, I teach <laughs> the fundamentals of a scene. <laughs> Instead of yes and, we take the revolutionary approach of yes and wrong information. <laughs> Keep the audience on their toes. That's right. To quote Hit, this is the stance. Uh, yeah, anyway, they're, they're, Hit and Jared are staring each other down. Like, they're really making some intense, intimate 
eye contact, which, you know, I'm feeling uncomfortable. And uh, the, the sexy Nine Inch Nails, like, uh, backtrack starts again. And I'm like, well, who's going to spit in whose mouth? Like, yeah. I need to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who brings who closer to God? <laughs> um, um, hit uh, is uh, time skipping. Yes. He's, he's skipping through and time. And it's cool. Every time he goes through time, it looks like a broken mirror, just like we do inside. Uh, you know, and uh, Weiss <laughs> fulfills his role. I wish that whenever there's time skipping, they just um, cut very... There's like a quick cut, like in Requiem for a Dream, to like a Salvador Dali painting. Yeah, like Just like <laughs> melting clocks yes. in or a desert. Like, like footage of a cuckoo clock, like with the bird coming <laughs> Yeah. <out. laughs> Yeah, there's a very loose understanding of time in this show, and that really comes to a head at the end of this episode. But yeah, I'm not sure that anybody time does not this mean show, time. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows what time is. <laughs> time is like when you're real pissed off. I think. Uh, yeah, Weiss uh, uh, does his Greek chorus thing where he explains time skipping uh, like a, a fifth time to us, and then it pops off. So. They're the the fisties, punchies. Uh, there's a kicky. Jared Jared stands on hits ch- chest with the knees. There's, uh, there's are they just doing? Is this? Is it just kung fu? Is it a form of martial arts? Yes, this is just like real martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have it on UFC. Yeah, I don't this know if you ever watched UFC, UFC before, but there's a lot of quadruple flipping to double foot kick. <laughs> a lot of time they'll jump up in the air and kind of freeze there and then spin just for like a long time so you can watch them spin and then land two feet on your chest down. Well, no, but what they'll do in the intermittent period while he's spinning is they'll cut to the face of somebody like Conor McGregor and <laughs> they'll like, kind of like put in his voice being like, I gotta stop him from doing the flippy. <laughs> that explains why my dad loves UFC. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That big, and big it fan. soothes his Mormon rage. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he's Mitt Romney. He spends so much on UFC, MMA, pay-per-view fights. I mean, really? It's, I, yeah, and he's retired. He Dude, can do it sounds like wants, your dad but... can fucking hang, Pam. Okay. <laughs> Actually, yes. Yes. <laughs> All of my straight guy friends growing up were like, I love your dad. He reminds me of Don Draper. I was like, yes! I was like, okay, he is the villain in that story. But um, <laughs> but you guys, okay, fine. You know. Why do Well-adjusted great father Don yeah. Draper. <laughs> why do people order wings? <laughs> I'll tell you why. They're ordering dicks. They're ordering a dick in the mail and it comes and it pleases you. And that's why you're doing it. And that's why we sell wings. <laughs> Genius. Sits back in chair, looks at you, says, what do you need? I, uh, so here's a thought. Do you remember watching shows like this and being like, martial arts are cool, and then seeing like real people do martial arts, and you're like, maybe not. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I remember being like, fighting is cool, and then meeting my first like martial arts guy. There was a whole breed of them. Mm. Um, also, two history teachers in my high school were martial arts guys. Like, That's what's up. It was this guy who his dad was the principal. <laughs> so he got hired to teach history. And he was like, you guys got to come to the talent show. Me and my other friend are going to be showing off our skills. And he goes on stage in his little gi. And they're doing like martial arts with like a questionable sword or whatever. Uh, and I'm like, I'm supposed to respect this man oh after God. this? The first, uh, my next door neighbor growing up was a, a karate black belt. And I've never had something like go from being so exciting to so unexciting as fast as seeing him do karate. Because he's just like a middle-aged white guy with like a big fucking mustache. Just like the wrong ass person to watch do karate. <laughs> Those yeah. are that's always the dude though. Um, right. best example. Did anybody see Roma? It's yeah. the Mexican yeah. movie uh-huh. that came out this year. Totally. Um, best scene in the movie is uh, one, one of the women is dating this guy who's this kind of offbeat uh, 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 activist. And the first scene you see of them having sex is two minutes straight shot of him 
balls naked <laughs> doing a kata to get her aroused. <laughs> and it is so intense. Uh, I have never laughed that hard at anything. <laughs> and there's no lines. It's so funny. Yeah, it's great. And it's in black and white, which makes it all the better. Shout out to Roma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a film. A film. Yeah, you call that a film. This is a podcast with taste. <laughs> Anyway, back to anime, I guess. Wait, uh, say balls naked again. Balls naked. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, what do you want? This episode... <laughs> Don Trey for impressions are so much fun. It is really funny. Um, this episode's hard to describe because so much of it is fighting. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. as uh-huh. we have learned on the podcast, when the fighting's good, the commentary is uh, off the rails. Okay, we'll go in a circle. Everyone in one sentence describe the fighting. I'll say this. Whips ass like a slapping bass. There's so many more than one word. <laughs> <laughs> one, fra- what's one, one phrase. What's one phrase. One sentence. One slip whips ass like it's slapping bass. All right. Uh, mine is, uh, it's toasted. <laughs> oh, that's good. It is like that. I would say it's it's over the top. <laughs> it was over the top. Yeah, it was a lot. OTT. Uh, fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> and that really describes what this episode is like. Yeah. Uh, it rules. Yeah. Just watch it. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So, uh, at this point, uh, Hit's really getting his ass kicked, and everyone's like, why does he keep time skipping? Shouldn't he change it up? And I'm like, I wonder if that will come up later. Anyway, (laughs) Goku's hanging off a ledge, and he's about to get a little tickly ass beam by two rogue Piccolos that aren't Piccolo. Yeah. And then Piccolo comes out, and he's like, me and Gohan are going to fuck these other Piccolos up. Okie dokie. I'm here too. (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize we were having a piccolo fight without piccolo. Can we just... So there are two piccolos. I think just with the way they draw Namek's, and this came up a lot in the Frieza saga on Namek, very hard to tell apart. Right? That's, yeah. I know this may be this may come across as a bit racial. Sure, I understand that. They're okay, green. Alex. I they got have the pen antenna. Out. I got wow. the book. <laughs> All right. I'm not gonna put your name in this book today. All of you find it easy to tell the piccolos apart. Yeah. Yeah. These piccolos yep. with the same bodies and everything. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. it's not just that they're wearing different uniforms. They one's look very, very broad one shoulder. One's kind of gaunt. One looks like a piccolo, and the other one looks like a piccolo who's been snacking on Oreos this fall. So you can tell them apart. Well, just because of that, though. Listen, you heard it first. Alex (laughs) can't tell Piccolo's apart, so... uh, Okay, Piccolo, is that spelled like the instrument? Yes. Like a small flute? Yes. Okay. And And that's the green guy. He has like a brother at some point called like Drum... Nail. All right. Well, nail is he fuses somebody we nail. But like in the nail, Dragon Ball, also very hard to tell apart from Piccolo. <laughs> King Piccolo has like other kids or like cousins or something that are all named like yeah. you know, like drum and like, Derek. <laughs> like Look out! Violin and stuff. <laughs> uh, all right, we got over to Vegeta, who's also here. Yeah, he's and fighting he's, fi- he's fighting the the big girl and. Uh, they're blasting each other, and then uh, right when it looks like he's going to fuck her up, Rosie jumps in the way, and then they go hide, and they have an impassioned speech in which... Rib- How do you say her name? Ribrian. Ribrian is just like, this is scary. I don't think we're going to make it. And then in true magical girl form, Rosie's like, I believe in love and truth and friendship and it's gonna win. And then she's like, I know. And then they cry. And it's beautiful. You love love? I love love. Your love means so much to me. This is the best sleepover I've ever had. And it has so many. <laughs> love never quits. Love shields. Love conquers all. I do. It was like wedding. It was like a yeah. hippie wedding vow. Yeah, get yourself a friend like Ribrian and Rosie. I, we're definitely fucking their names up. I know it. <laughs> Speaking about uh, 
queer subplots. Then we pull over to Khalifa and Kale and uh, what is his name? Kaba? Kaba. Kaba. Yeah. Whatever. Kaba. Uh, Joseph. And he's, we're like, hey, why haven't you guys been doing anything? He's like, great question. We're just going to watch what happens. We're like, okay. We have a strategy where we don't do shit. Because <laughs> I'm fucking high, man. <laughs> They're right at that age where they're just they're little miscreants. They're uh, off, off they're smoking vaping. that lettuce. They're vaping. Yeah. yeah, they are hiding behind a rock. You're right. So. Yeah, yeah. They're totally getting high. Right. It's absolutely what they're, they're doing. They're just <laughs> fucking getting high outside a class <laughs> when they uh, should be fighting the Time Lord. <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> I think they work for Time Lord. They do. Oh. Yeah. They should fight the the wet alien man. <laughs> Uh, Hit's catchphrase through this whole thing is like, I finished the job, which mm-hmm. is very funny because when I first moved back home to New York, I was getting hit on by a lot of dudes I went to high school with, and one of them's catchphrase kept being, What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> and it felt like the same thing. Where it's just like, if I just repeat this over and over again, I can manifest it. What's the worst that can happen? Uh, I get the job done. I get the job done. I get the job done. I love done. that. I, like I thought you were going to say it's ironic because he looks like a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is a tool. <laughs> that would be the ad copy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always try to seduce people by being like, listen, I won't ruin your life. <laughs> like, I will decrease the quality, but you'll be fine. You're going to uh, like the way you look. You're going to love the way you look when you wear me. <laughs> did we get to the, did we mention we're, the time prison? We're about to get oh, there. Oh, okay. So yeah, Hit does a weird beam and he's like, I'm going to lock you in a time prison Bitch. It looks like all of the other beams he's done, but yep. this one is a time So, Jared's like, you missed me, but then he looks down at his chest, and he, there's a 30-second delay to getting punched, and he's like, oh no, now I am in a, a time prison. Oh, fuck! A time prison! <laughs> now, it's, oh! <laughs> it's worth noting that the time prison looks very much like a lot of other moves we've seen on this <laughs> show, where he's actually just frozen in place, which... You know, I don't see how that relates to time in particular. We should talk about how Goldo was actually an S-tier villain 5,000 <laughs> episodes ago, and they killed him off because he looked like a frog. <laughs> but he had a way better time freeze move than everyone else we've met since. Yeah, it's an incredible move. <laughs> it's real good. He locks Jared in time prison. He locks Jared in time prison. He's frozen, but he also can't move. Um, and he tells the little Saiyan babies, I'm like, all right, you guys got to go fuck people up while I got this frog on lock. And then there's a long speech in the peanut gallery where they're like, oh, you see, hits usually a lone wolf, but he can't move right now. So now he's going to have to ask for help. And that's what's happening. Okay. Okay. Even though he's in time prison, he's writing letters from time prison. (laughs) He sent some harassing tweets to uh, Rolex. (laughs) Uh, I love that zombie song, Care of Time Prison. <laughs> what? <laughs> the zombies have that song, Care of 44. Okay. <laughs> My zombie heads know what it is. Um, just want to add for flavor, when Hit's doing the time prison, he has like a purple sphere yeah. in his hand, and that's that's the prison. Yeah, it's something. The, it's doing something, it, whatever it is. It's definitely important. It's the key. Jared starts shuffling, and he's like, oh, God damn it. He's so, so powerful, he's faster than time. <laughs> uh, and because uh, Hick gets the job done, he goes to, like, smash a beam into his head or something, and Jared's like, gotcha. Yeah, he oh, deflects yeah. it. He goes to, uh, I think his plan is that he's going to, like, smash the time prison <gasps> ball into the time prison to, like, shatter time. And he's going to get he, hit with time. He stops, Jared stops him, and I quote Goku here, Jared stopped him with the force of his eyes. <laughs> yes, that's right. He oh, just looks right. at him real good. No editorializing. That's what they say. <laughs> yes, Jared, prior to Tournament of Power, watched a lot of Top Model. And he got <laughs> yes. his smize on lock. Exactly. <laughs> Jared, find your light. We were rooting for you, Jared. We were all <laughs> we rooting were- for you. <laughs> um, I will say the male gaze, very powerful. Yes. <laughs> It's I, impressive. I, I learned that walking from the Myrtle Wyckoff stop to here. 
<laughs> yeah. I had to change my outfit three times a day because it's 83 degrees out, and it's just, there's no right choice. <laughs> um, the streets are full of Jareds. <laughs> with their big, wet eyes. <laughs> and their Power Rangers suits. <laughs> and their soliloquies. <laughs> Jared uh, punches through, with, and then he uh, lets off a barrage of, uh, he look he punches hit with his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Like a million times, like five, like all of his body gets punched with his eyes. With his, with eyes. his eyes, yes, yeah. I, with eye punches. I don't know how else to explain this. You, you gotta see. You this got thing. it. You nailed it. And then he <laughs> blasts hit off the level. You blast him into the air, and he blows him up a second time, and yep. then he ends up in the stands. And we're like, well, shit. <laughs> and this is why hit is. I mean, uh, Jared is such a high tier. Uh, Suntory boss man uh, whenever he knows he's gonna knock someone out of the ring he takes that little moment and spins and faces the camera and crosses his arms as if to say b-boy <laughs> what b-boy stance he does a b-boy stance anytime yeah. he's gonna get a ring out yeah, I love cool it yeah right and uh the clown then goes, that was anticlimactic yes right. he does yeah it <laughs> it weighing in do you have a question about why there is a clown? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We don't. Know. I'm gonna be <laughs> confused. I'll admit that. There's a very long answer, but the short version is we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's a clown. I'll He's there. It. He has a regular dude's voice, even though everyone else has a funny cartoon voice, and it makes us laugh every time. I will. I was obsessed with the voice acting on this. Yes. I was the like, range. Someone cast me. Put it. <laughs> I want a two sentence role. Right. Doesn't great. it seem like they clearly have. A shortage of actors, right? Yeah. So, oh, because there were multiple. You can hear some of the the voice actors were the same for yes, multiple yes, characters. Yes, yeah, yeah. Some are voice acting, and some are just talking. talking. Uh, <laughs> you can hear that too. <laughs> that comes through clearly. Like they're like, "Hey, I know you're usually just the coffee guy, and the, the but you know, get out of the mail room and speak some lines, why don't you?" <laughs> hey, uh, Sam, we're gonna need you to give this line real quick. Say his power. It's incredible. Thanks, and I need. Two lattes. Thanks, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Get a lot of experience. <laughs> uh, Jared starts to me- meditate now because he's just fucking done. He's meditating. He's just like, I eat, prayed, loved all over this bitch now. Namaste. And he goes and he starts meditating. And they're like, that's it. Show's over. Um, and then a robot and a Venture Brothers style villain. Yep. Pop out of the woodwork. They're like, now it's this our time to shine. It's me, Mirror Face, by the toys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm the the Interbang. <laughs> I am a Robo Blastulon. <laughs> the explanation point is here, and he uh, he goes to punch Jared, but his medi- he's he's too chill. He's too good he's, at meditating. He's meditating and real it, hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got an energy field, and they're like, you thought it'd be that easy? Uh, too bad, so sad. And then the announcer comes on. How Goku's gonna kick this guy's ass? Tune in next <laughs> week. Hey, how Goku's gonna kick this guy's ass? I felt personally attacked by the end of this episode. I was like, even this fucking cartoon is trying to get me to meditate. Uh, we get it. You're a therapist. Even this cartoon wants me to download like an ineffective self-care app. <laughs> Jared's downloading the Headspace app. Next He's time. using the free trial for seven times, and then it's only five dollars. <laughs> Next time on Dragon Ball Z, you seem depressed. Have you tried yoga? <laughs> Have you considered getting outside a little bit? Do you think you've been drinking too much? Is there a chance of that? Next time on Dragon Ball Z. And then the music plays. All right. Uh, let's rate the episode, do an email, and get out of here. Alex, out of seven Dragon Balls. It would be a crime to give this less than seven. Maybe the best episode of the whole show that I have seen. Wow. Katie? I will also give it seven. Wow. I love a time, a time skip. Time skip fight ruled. I like the punchies. I like the kickies. I like that we got a speech about love. Yes. Yeah. That wasn't th- even part of the show. They just put that in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was mostly fighting, which is what we want. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of action sequences, a lot of fun stuff to watch. Obviously, I was confused, so I'll give it six. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I was also going to give it six. 
but I don't really remember why. why? <laughs> Jer- don't, don't bully him out of his I'm opinion. difficult. No, I'm not, trying to be, I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm genuinely surprised that everyone's giving it 7 out of 7, because for some I I can't articulate why, but when we finished the episode, my head said, not perfect. Time skip fight was the best fight. That's why I gave it 7. It is a really good For cool the fight, fight show. I thought that was important. <laughs> All right, I'll give it 7 out of 7. Okay. All, All right. right. If you remember the reason, you can chime in later. Uh, hey, write in. Write in why this episode sucked, and I'm wrong. Um, um, okay, well, so since we gathered seven out of seven Dragon Balls three whole times, uh, that means uh, we're going to summon uh, the really buff uh, dragon again. Uh, or Paranga, I, or whatever I, Alex whoever, feels like doing. Whatever, power. man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, arise, dragon of some type. Is it improv dragon? I'm behind you! <laughs> it's time, Shenron! Time, Shenron? I have glasses on! Take down the roof! Time, Shenron! Oh, okay. Well, this is, this is just, Shen, just for clarity. This is just Shenron, but he does the time skip bit. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I will pry no further. Yeah, Uh, yeah, so since we summoned the uh, eternal giant dragon with uh, glasses and uh, nothing else distinct about him. Get behind you. What's over there? (laughs) It's me again. He has bad boundaries is mostly what it is. Who wants something at the store? I already got it. Uh, you get three wishes. Three whole wishes? Three yes. whole wishes. Oh, man. Okay. I want it to be less hot outside. It's all in that way. I want to understand Dragon Ball Z better. And I want my cat to stop vomiting on my carpet at least once a week. You don't even have a carpet now. <laughs> Well, that problem's been resolved. I'm on again. Bye. <laughs> Man, Time Dragon was fast. Uh, my cold's almost gone. It's fine. <laughs> oh, no. Did you poison me when we shared that coffee? Am no, I sick now? No, it was contagious last week. Don't worry about it. Oh, God. You're, sick, right. you're brimming with health. No, I'm not. I'm sick every other week. Read the email. It's time for Dragon some of that dragon mail. Uh, this week's email is from Luca. Hello. Uh, subject line, greetings from Malta. Nice Italian name, <laughs> you dork. Mamma mia. Hello from the tiny <laughs> land that had a hand in the rise of Britney Spears. <laughs> He starts every email like that. (laughs) Every email in Malta. (laughs) Uh, Just gotta say, Marxist Anime Recap Podcast is the niche that is for me. (laughs) I love you all and wish I could shower you with praise and affection in person. You You really helped me get through adjusting to a graveyard shift reception part-time gig I've had the last few months. As a Maltese American who grew up in the USA, I gotta say sorry on behalf of us for Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> Alex, you better get this right. I entrusted you with the power to pronounce Buttigieg via Twitter DM. Oh, yes. This person did take pains to explain how to say this dude's name Which... that I never want to say. Yeah. Did, <laughs> do you know how to actually... Is it Buttigieg? Buttigieg. 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 <laughs> we had a small hand of Britney Spears. Our secret plan to install Britney Spears as Queen of America has failed, and the reign of her anime savior heir has now been threatened. Yes, Britney is part Maltese. We are everywhere. We make her the queen. Jason Bateman, Maltese blood. <laughs> Guy who directed the pilot for Stargate, Maltese as hell. Drop the national bird on him, King. <laughs> 
Uh, now to the actual question part, because I do wonder a great many things about you, but this has been a long one, so I'll keep it to one. Do you think the Zamasu saga was just Toriyama and company taking the piss out of late 90s, early 2000s Dragon Ball fan fiction culture as GT was finished and edgy AMVs ruled the tube? To elaborate, you have key elements of the genre. Trunks getting a ludicrous, unexplained new power-up. A villain who is Goku, but evil for some reason. Use of Patara with immediate explanation of non-permanence. Uh, bad guy is suddenly a monster too. Uh, and and ends with the implication of double trunks. Uh, sorry it was long, but I may or may not be trying to develop this as a theory of hostile reading into film and television as part of my master's in film studies that I'm doing. Love you all. Hope you find a way to come to this magical island that's way better than Pete Buttigieg, I promise. Buttigieg. Uh, um, I think we that all have a good read on Toriyama. I feel like you're giving them way too much credit. I don't think they're that self-aware. I think they were just trying to make some fights happen. Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, here was the 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 writing process um, at Dragon Ball headquarters that day. Hey, what if Goku's hair was pink? Cool. <laughs> Cool. That's 40 episodes. That's 40 episodes <laughs> of the show. What if, yeah, and like they're like, let's do some more uh, com- combos. Uh, yeah. Trunks, he seems like he like smiles. Yeah. What's he up to? Let's make that part of the show. <laughs> yeah. You know, Maltese Americans have committed so much culture <laughs> that I think we should bring that energy to Dragon Ball. Put that in the show. That's this arc. <laughs> this arc will have a Britney Spears type flair to it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, uh, Luca, thanks for writing in. Thanks for having a normal job. Yeah. yeah. Not making us feel bad. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, and uh, folks at home, uh, ballinetsuper at gmail.com. Uh, okay, plugs. Alex. Okay. Um, I have other podcasts, Pod Damn America, and uh, I have a weekly show every Sunday, Bad News. It's a comedy show. I dress up, I tell you the news, and there's stand-up comedy, great comics. Everybody loves the show. Uh, Sundays at 7 at Cherry Tree Bar. And follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. Katie. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose. On Instagram, oh, hello, Katie Rose. As usual, follow the two minutes late night because uh, we are going to be going to festivals and doing dumb stuff. All Damn. right. Pamela. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Pam Not Anderson. And I have a show every Tuesday in East Williamsburg at the Gram, 8.30, called Just Come. Folks, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Alex has done it. You love to see it. And Pam's going to come do my show. I can't wait. Just like Jeremy and Katie have already done. Man, what synergy. Maybe Katie comes back and does it again. We're 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 talking about it. We're in development of fucking (laughs) Katie again on my weekly showcase. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what a development yeah my people are talking with Katie's people yeah uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder and uh, uh, get on the fucking Patreon folks get it behind there get you the pigs the you want to hear about Billy Joel for yeah. over 20 full minutes we're gonna t- we're gonna <laughs> drop some tea about America's sweetheart Billy Joel squeeze <laughs> squeeze <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Are we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait.